Hey, it's James from Royal Credit Union's Money Donuts podcast. We're talking about a word that scares a lot of people. It's fraud. This individual, they were bombarding that phone so much that the person got a new phone number. There was a note, a sticky note on the outside of their door saying, what is your new phone number? What? So they hired, the scammer hired someone on Craigslist to place that note there. Listen to Money Donuts on your favorite podcast platform or watch full videos at rcu.org podcast. The Minnesota Wild are back, Mm, kind of. We take a look at the Wild's recent wins and plays and how they are working to get back into that successful win column. Plus, let's grow hockey in Minneapolis. Titans president Corey Larson joins us to discuss. As always, we're created by New Boy Studios, presented by Soda Stick, brought to you by Talk North, Grain Belt, Jim Beam, and Royal Credit Union. This is season four, episode 148. Get geared up for the hockey season with SodaStick.com. They've got all your favorite player tees from Marc-Andre Fleury to Matt Zuccarello to Ryan Hartman giving you the bird. SodaStick.com has you covered. Not only in just in hockey, though. You got Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Twins, Minnesota Timberwolves, whatever your Minnesota sports team is, SodaStick has you covered with the best gear available. Don't forget to toss down Bardown Beauties at checkout for 15% off at SodaStick.com. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition, like chanting, let's play hockey prior to the start of each game or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Drink smart. Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. Copyright 2021. James B. Beam Distilling Company, Incorporated, Claremont, Kentucky. Hello, everybody. What's up? We're back. Episode 148 of Season 4, coming off a fantastic live show presented by Greenbelt out at Dukes in Oakdale. Shout out to all of our fans who came out and said hi. Shout out to Audra Martin, uh, who's out there. And obviously shout out to our buddies over at Green Belt for presenting that. So much fun, Kirsten. I'm glad that was your first one. It was only our second one, but you had to go travel to Pittsburgh for, for hockey uh, at the I last know. one. But uh, it was a lot of fun, right? It was a lot of fun. I mean, it was a great turnout. There was a lot more people there than I had anticipated. And it was just fun getting to talk hockey with everyone, getting to interact with some of the podcast listeners. And I mean, Audra Martin, that girl can talk. She's a great person all around, fun to listen to. So it was great having her on as well. And we got to poke fun at one another. I apparently say Bali. It's Bali. She knows it's like, Bally now. It's, no, but it's authentic. bullied, she knows now it's Bally. But automatically my head goes Bali. I don't know why. It just I've does. I've never heard anyone say that I don't, before. But I never watch. No offense. Sorry to my Bally sports friends. I don't watch it because we don't have it. So it's no, it's nothing that's really front of mind. And it, I was a Fox Sports North intern, not a Bali Sports North intern or whatever. Bally. Uh, no. <laughs> you did it, it just, again. I, I can't help it. Oh, I can't help it. Uh, we got to do that. Doing we got so poke, good for a while. I know we got to poke fun that Audra hasn't fully moved into her house after months. And uh, we got to enlighten Audra also that uh, you have still yet to see Mighty Ducks or any of the movies that we have assigned you the homework uh, of the past. So just saying. I did not realize how passionate Audra Martin is about the Mighty Ducks franchise. <laughs> um, so that could have put some some strain in our relationship. So I might 
strictly to get back on good terms with Audra need to watch the mighty ducks first. You don't care, care uh, about our relationship. I've been harping on you for this for, I mean, she, Audra and I are about the same age. So Joshua Jackson was a very big part of my formative years growing up. Probably why I love hockey. Like I do. I mean, Charlie Conway, you probably didn't even know Joshua Jackson who that was. Did you No. he played Charlie Conway, uh, he, uh Casey oh, okay, and Dawson's okay. Creek, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, you need to get on that guys. We're going to keep on it. Uh, we're going to keep on Kirsten, Kirsten Kroll. That is, uh, follow her over on Twitter. Our host here. At least I've unpacked my house. I have that going for me. <laughs> and I think true. I moved in after Audra. Did. Small victories. Small yes, victories. I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them where I can. In case you did miss coming out to our live show at Duke's, don't worry. We have it available for you to download and stream on our regular podcast streaming apps. It's audio only, no video, because it's a pain in the butt to carry all of that into a packed bar because it was packed. Again, so much fun. We have another, our next live show coming up in November on a Friday night at Ziggy's in Stillwater. I am so hyped because it's going to be so intense. I am a frequenter of Stillwater on Friday nights, on the weekends. It's a fantastic time. Ziggy's is right up there. We might do a little bar down beauty's bar crawl afterward. It might be an Uber type of night, Kirsten. I think it's going to be, it's going to be so much fun. I'm excited. Um, I, I love Stillwater. I love the area. And so being able to do a live show there, that's going to be a lot of fun. It's It's going to be be a ton of fun. Again, stay tuned to our social media channels for more of that info, but that will be in November coming up here. Can't wait. Let's dive into a little bit of hockey talk because that's what we're all about Uh, later on. Minneapolis Titans hockey president Corey Larson will be joining us talking about all the cool things that are happening in Minneapolis as that program continues to grow from the youth organization all the way up to the high school team. Boys varsity making a state tournament run last year. Love to see the growth of hockey. So Corey Larson will be joining us to discuss that. Uh, I want to talk about, because I feel like we have to just kick things off just very briefly, Bruce Boudreaux, he gets his 600th win after like 10 tries. He's been trying since last season to get this. Uh, Unfortunately, the Vancouver Canucks off to not just a bad, like a really bad start. They were winless up until last night. They beat the Seattle Kraken, their their new rival there um, in the Puget Sound. And four, five to four victory, I believe is what it was. So Bruce gets the win, but more importantly, Vancouver gets a very much needed win. You know, you got to be happy for Bruce Boudreaux. I mean, such a great guy. Got to be happy. He's finally got that win under his belt. Um, I have some thoughts about the Kraken, but we don't need to get into him. No, let's hear it. Let's just lay air it out. It'll feel better. Vent it out. (laughs) Well, I was going to say like a win's a win. Take them where you can get them. But I feel like beating the Seattle Kraken is like beating the Arizona Coyotes. I could do it with my eyes closed. Yeah, I mean... You're not wrong. I have, I have similar feelings, unfortunately, like not, unfortunately take the win where you get them though. I mean, Bruce's win. That's huge. You root for the good guys. Um, Vancouver, a little bit of a struggle bus all around, like you had mentioned. So hopefully for them, for the sake of Bruce, it's only up from here. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of winning your Minnesota wild ladies and gentlemen, they've got points in four straight games, two straight wins, wins coming over the Montreal Canadiens and the Ottawa senators. We are recording this on a Friday as always a back-to-back over the weekend. They will have Detroit on Saturday, followed by Chicago on Sunday before they come back home. Not much of a break. Um, I'm going to put it out there. Detroit and Chicago, very winnable games. Kirsten. I mean, this road trip started in Boston and they, 
stole that point because again, watching that game, I don't think they deserved that overtime point. They lose an overtime to the Bruins who are a very, very good team, complete team. Um, but you know, they, they weathered that storm. The rest of this road trip kind of from the get go looked a little bit like a cupcake, a little bit of a cakewalk. Uh, do you think they pull out the two victories against the Red Wings and Blackhawks then to kind of close out this road trip very successfully? I would love to say they're going to pick up both wins, but realistically, I think they're going to fall in one of them (laughs) and it's probably going to be to Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And I mean, they should on paper win both games very easily, but do I realistically think that they will? No, I don't, but there are some things too. I think that have made wild fans kind of collectively give a sigh of relief. I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury, he's been looking really, really good, especially in the game against the senators. I saw some of the highlights of a couple of the saves that he had just absolutely all over the crease, robbing the senators from goals. Mm -hmm. I mean, what more could you ask for from your goaltender than to make such, such, such a pro save on those spots? I mean, so goaltending, I'm feeling a lot better about Marc-Andre Fleury at this point, seeing him come really into his own later in this road trip. The new defensive pairings, I think whatever, everything that Dean Evison has switched up with them, I think they're just meshing a lot better. Um, does that mean all of the defensive concerns are alleviated? No, but I think they're in a much better spot so far than they have been. Mm-hmm. So a couple of positives to really take away from this road trip. Yeah, no, I mean, I love that Dean finally kind of put everything in the blender. And last year, obviously, it was so successful that there was kind of that why bother? Why bother switch up such a good thing? Why break up Jules Erickson, Marcus Lino, and Jordan Greenway when they are your identity line? And why switch up Hartman, Zuccarello, and Kaprizov when they're putting up a 1,000 points a game? That's not realistic, I was just saying. But, you know, like, last year, that consistency was just, it was there. And for whatever reason, it wasn't. So kudos to Dean for finally being like, you know what? Break it all apart, smash it to the ground, including breaking up Jonas Brodeen and Matt Dumba, which is something I don't know that we've seen in a very long time. We had actually, I believe during camp asked Dumba because obviously the start of preseason, we saw Dumba paired with different people and obviously that's for different reasons. Um, But even he said, he's like, you know, there's, it always goes back to Broads and Dumbs. It never is separated. And now it's separated. And, and again, you alluded to it, Kirsten, there's still those defensive concerns. I think I'm not a hundred percent sold for whatever reason. Brodeen seems to be fighting it more than I have seen him ever. I mean, he continues to take step-by-step step and be this underrated defenseman in the league, but this year it's almost like, I don't want to say a complete step back. It's just different. It's very, again, I keep leaning on the word uncharacteristic because he's playing very uncharacteristic of what we've come to accept or expect out of a Jonas Brodeen. Matt Dumba, um, fights like a Chuck last night, first of all, which was probably a ridiculous thing to do. Things turned out okay. But I mean, for a guy playing in a contract here, and I know again, Dumba is a you love him or you hate him type of player. It seems he's a very polarizing figure from Minnesota. He's gonna find fans. a way to get re-signed with yes. the wild. Just watch. Like people have been saying, like, trade him, get rid of him. We can't. His contract, like they want to, but they can't get rid of him. And especially with like the Vegas expansion draft protecting Dumba getting rid of Tuck mm-hmm. and people are like why would you do that like he's gonna find a way to stick around and like I mean, you said he is a guy you love or hate he's a very good guy let's just get that out there like any yes. grievances they are not about him off the ice he's a fantastic no. human being but on the ice we got to be honest this season he just really hasn't been 
showing up. Exactly. Well, and that's my like kind of concern for a guy playing in a contract year where he knows it's kind of a make or break, like whether that what they're going to do with him, because do they try to move him? Do they just let him wander off into free agency? He's not playing like a guy that is, you know, impressing or being like, this is why you should stick and hold on to me. And of course, it's making it easy for the Dumba haters to be like, this is why we should have kept Kevin Fiala and not him and blah, blah, blah. Because that would have solved everything. (laughs) It would have solved. And then you'd have Alex Goligoski playing every night. Love Goligoski. Shout out to Goose for a thousand games in the NHL. That truly is amazing. But, you know, he's he's where he's at in his career. And I, I mean, I think he's accepted that role too. He'll get in once or twice, you know, but it's, it's tough. The other thing I want to look at, you mentioned Marc-Andre Fleury guys, I'm cheering for the goaltending. Okay. Like I am cheering for the goaltending this year so far. It is still early. Jesse, I said that's it was growth and I'm proud of you. Thank that's you. growth. Thank you. I'm just saying like, it was early. I never hit the panic button. I had questions, right? Like I for sure had questions as we all did, but I wasn't out here being like Marc-Andre Fleury. What a terrible sign. You know, like I, and I wasn't begging Maybe not for about Marc-Andre Fleury. <laughs> I stand by what I said about the backup goaltender. Cause that's my one concern. That's what I thank you, Kirsten, for leading that little segue chip <laughs> shot in uh, my concern. Like we'll see this weekend because they're going to have to split because it's a back-to-back. Like I said, Detroit, Saturday, Chicago, Sunday. We'll see who gets which game. Um, you know, shout out Alex Stalock playing on Sunday. Poor kid, man. He just got he's thrown in the ringer for Chicago. A true number one out there, but he got just worked by Connor McDavid last night, his former Edmonton Oilers team. But we'll see him probably Sunday. That being said, I mean, I'm curious. I want to see how Gus performs because that that's been my only kind of concern about this tandem is you're putting so many of these starts on Mark Andre Fleury. And right now it looks like, okay, yes, it was a slow start out the gate for him a little bit of a struggle bus but now he's up for that task right and he's he's gonna do it well he's gonna do it the mark andre flurry way which is absolutely thrilling but can gus step in and not just be your backup goaltender that eats minutes but can he get you wins and that's gonna be very very telling obviously he needs the team around him to score the goals to help and and again the way this defense is playing he's gonna see more pucks than he's probably used to seeing and probably than he wants to be seen naturally um so it's kind of I'm excited for this weekend if only just to see that just to see how he performs and how the team performs with him because again Gustafson is not gonna just be expected to eat the minutes he needs to win these games too for sure and you know I Taking a handful of games off, being the backup to Flurry, I can imagine Flurry too has given him pointers after games and having that kind of force to kind of be like, hey, like maybe you can grow like in this area. I'm sure he's doing all of that. And I'm sure that's only making Gustafson more aware and going to be better. Now, when he was off to a rough start, the entire team was. So yeah. it wasn't just goaltending. I mean, granted, he was not good at all when he no, wasn't there. There were two that were just like, oh. Could have stopped him. I could have stopped him. Yes, same. I like to think, but I can't even <laughs> skate. So I would never get in actually. the net. I would never let you sh- anybody shoot on me ever. Sorry, guys. She might let me. Who knows? I would let um, you. I would. Yes, that's because I can't skate. So she just has a grin on her face right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's only up from here. I think you know, taking the back seat, kind of really being able to maybe get some of the nerves out, and now feeling like you have to prove yourself. I think we will see a better performance. I say very hopefully as a Minnesota optimist um, mm. moving forward. I enjoy that. I, uh, I would agree. I'm excited to see again, 
never had to hit the panic button and they're going to probably lose some more games, guys. They're going to win some more games. They're going to lose some more games. They're going to tie some games. It's going to be fine. I don't care about the first half of the season nearly as much as I do about the second half. Yes, it's it's sometimes concerning. And it was more or less concerning, not necessarily that you're getting the losses. It was in the way that they were getting the losses to me, right? But they're winning. They're starting. The wins still to me aren't overly convincing by any means. Like Matt Boldy is oh, they're doing his thing. Kirill's kind of doing his thing. And Freddie Goudreau, shout out to Freddie Goudreau, that Ottawa game. He looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, two straight games that he's been in that top line with Zuccarello and Kaprizov seamlessly fitting in there. So that's very exciting. I'm sure Dean Evson is thrilled because that's his guy, the guy that he's been with from, from the AHL days and on up, I think even maybe ECHL days, but uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, the team still collectively isn't doing a whole lot for me to be like, all right. Yep. This is back to what you saw last year. And that's maybe not fair, right? Like mm-hmm. the guys had said, you know, last year doesn't matter. It doesn't count, but also at the same time, it's hard not to look at last year and be like, what's the difference? It's like, find the differences in the images and you can find like two and you're like, what else is there? There isn't any. So that's where it's kind of like, how do they get back to that trajectory? And maybe it was just simply a matter of winning and starting to feel better about yourselves. I don't know. Uh, but hopefully the Minnesota wild team gets it figured out a little bit and we can see that exciting, exhilarating, potent offensive wild team that we, uh, have grown now accustomed to. Yeah. I was going to say we were spoiled last season up until the first round playoff exit. We were spoiled. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of the final thoughts on Minnesota wild wins, um, guys, I don't know if I can keep eating Taco Bell. I have, I didn't want a pregame talk about, I only wanted at night because I started that trend a couple seasons ago because it's the only thing freaking open. And usually I don't eat before the game. And by the time I get to the rink, the snacks up in the press box, they're not good. They're not great in there, but they're free. And it's like, well, I don't want to go to the concourse and buy anything. And yada, yada, long story short, I went and got Taco Bell after post games. Well, last year happened to be this tremendous season. So we started joking that that's why, right? They're winning. Cause just getting this post game Taco Bell. She needs to be sponsored. Still needs to be sponsored by Taco Bell. Um, and I switched Live it up Moss. this year. I switched it up. I did a pregame and they went against Vancouver. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe we'll try a pregame on the road. And then they win against Montreal. So I was like, I guess I have to do this again. And they, they won. And uh, I had my friend Connor Beaupre, emergency goaltender for the Minnesota Wild, also son of legendary goaltender, North Stars goaltender, Don Beaupre. He had messaged me and he was like, you know, we would you eat this? If the Wild were guaranteed to never lose another game, would you do this every single game? And he's like, I posed the same question to my uh, my friends who are Timberwolves fans and his one buddy. And I because I wanted to steal this because it was brilliant. His one buddy was like. No, I wouldn't do it because I'd be 400 pounds and they'd still be bounced in the first round. And it's like, <laughs> right? Like, would you do it? Do you have any superstitions about like that? You And by the way, guys, it's a little bit of a bit. There's no way that I have anything to do <laughs> with them winning or losing. Let's clear the air there, right? I don't know, Jesse. I, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think you have to keep it up. I'm I'm just I'm saying it. I think you have to. I mean, my orders aren't tremendously crazy. There's the, you know, it's you gotta pay. I waited in line for freaking every yesterday where I would I mean I was almost late to get my kids because I was so it's committed. Dedication to just, the bit and I respect it. I just don't know. Like, I don't know. It like once it becomes a job, it's not fun anymore. So now it's like, oh, I have to go eat taco, which is hilarious saying everything aloud. Oh, I have to go eat Taco Bell, record a video of me eating Taco Bell and talking hockey. And somehow that's part of my job. That's part of like what I do for the day. You just have to find the joy in it again. <laughs> Maybe switch up your order a 
a little bit, but I can't, you can't like, actually can't do that. I no, can't. you can't because then like, it, I had to go back everything for, off. Yeah. I had to go back for round two, two of the, uh, grilled cheese dipping taco, which I want to like it. And I don't know if it's, I've been to two different Taco Bells now for this. And I don't know if it's the way they make it. It's not that great. Like there's nothing really to it. I'm very disappointed in it. I love grilled cheese and I love tacos. I don't love what they got going on. It doesn't hold. It's very soggy. This is not Taco Bell. Still, please sponsor me. I love what you guys are doing in general, but like, that's my one kind of complaint, but now I have to keep getting it because it's like part of the order that wins. Yeah. You know, I think you were bold for trying that in the first place. Um, Doesn't seem like something that would satisfy my palate. I'm very much a, a three crunchy taco cheese quesadilla, no creamy jalapeno kind of mm. Taco Bell order kind of girl. Um, as far as superstitions, though, I'm a very superstitious person, okay. but I can't think of anything in particular that I do, if that makes sense. That makes sense that I get that. I would love to hear your guys' superstitions. Drop them in our comments below. Let us know whether it's for the wild, whether it's for your adult beer league team, whether it's for your kids team, whether it was from when you were a kid. I want to hear all about it. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Minneapolis Titans hockey uh, president Corey Larson joins us. We'll be right back. We're back. Joining us now, Minneapolis Titans president Corey Larson talking all about Minneapolis hockey, which we freaking love. Corey, what's going on? How are you? I'm I'm doing great. Excited for the season. We're a month or two in now, and it's starting to ramp ramp up, and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. How are numbers looking now? I know we saw obviously the boys' varsity kind of be the Cinderella story, do some good things there. How are numbers looking right now from the youth on up? Uh, what is what's it like in uh, Minneapolis hockey right now? Well, to clarify, uh, Minneapolis hockey is we have two separate associations. You have the Minneapolis Storm, which has been the I think the much larger, bigger association over the years, and you have the Minneapolis Titans, which is what I'm involved with. We are uh, mainly uh, focused on the north side, northeast side, downtown, and and um, and southeast Minneapolis as well. And that's so our numbers aren't as good as I'd like them to be. Sure. I think we have about 60 kids signed up this year, which is down significantly from a couple of years ago. COVID really seemed to hit hit us hard, and we lost 20 percent from before COVID and now we've lost another 20%. So we're really hoping to boost those numbers up over the next, well, hopefully it's still this year and then in the next couple of years at least. Well, going off of that too, I mean, from an outsider's perspective, it seems like hockey just keeps getting bigger and bigger in Minneapolis. But on the flip side, you said you feel COVID has really impacted the numbers. What can be done or what can people around the community do to help get those numbers up? I think the biggest thing is there's just such a negative feedback from parents that they don't want their kids to join hockey. I, I, I know I've personally been recruiting a lot of a lot of families to try to play, especially the little ones. And the parents are just like, no, hockey, no, no way. I, I would never do hockey. That's way too expensive. It's way too dangerous. It's way too time consuming. And it's just, in my opinion, it's not the case. You know, we, we try really hard at the Titans to make it affordable. We've offered thousands of dollars of scholarship scholarships to families that essentially make it free uh especially with the younger ages it's only a couple of times a week it we provide equipment it, it's 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 just not that hard to play hockey but the parents just don't seem to understand it or want to know that so they just are much more comfortable with the traditional dances and basketballs and, and things like that so just getting the word out that hockey is not 
that big of a deal to play is I think the biggest thing. Right. And I mean, I think I always like to reiterate this. I obviously work with Minnesota hockey, very closely USA hockey. So I love what they're doing, trying to get more kids involved in hockey. And one thing Minnesota hockey constantly reminds people is it's so much more affordable to play hockey here than it is anywhere else. Thanks to the community base, how involved is the community in really helping lift you guys up? And, and like you mentioned, kind of helping spread the word, because as we know, especially here in Minnesota, it's not just, you know, pockets of hockey teams here and there. It's really all about the community. And for you guys, that's up on the Northern part of Minneapolis. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love to get the word out more, but, but certainly the Minneapolis park board has been helpful. They provide outdoor ice. You know, one more thing that is just makes it, more affordable for, for families and for us as an association. Uh, you know, that's, that's what we need. We need as much word out there as we can get. And, and I know within our association, we have, like I said, 60 kids or so, and that is maybe 50 families, 40, 50 families. And I think they spread the word, but that's such a small percentage of the city, especially in the North side of the city that, that, um, We'd love to get more out. So I know we've been working really hard with all the, the local places like Herb Brooks Foundation and, and other uh, uh, like North Commons Park. And we're trying to combine the park board program because they do have a, a little bit lesser competitive league that we're trying to combine and get them playing as well. So there's definitely been some some progress made. I just don't know if it's, you know, I think we could do more. You always want more. Come on, people. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's uh, Let's get it going. How much, you know, does diversity play a factor in this? Obviously we're starting to see some really positive changes, especially in our sport of hockey, trying to diversify uh, Matt Dumba, Minnesota wild, obviously a big advocate for that. And in Minneapolis, it is a very diverse uh, city. How much do you think that's playing a role and maybe just having kind of some of those hurdles that maybe aren't commonly found in other more predominantly white suburban cities? Yeah, I think that is a huge hurdle. We, you know, like I said, uh, we definitely have areas in our in our association boundaries that is it's a much higher more diverse diverse area and it, you know i've i've heard people say that you know cuz my my our local high school is 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 edison high school and they're they're definitely more diverse and i've heard from families that just hockey is just not a lot of interest in the african american community which is I'm not sure why that is but it just isn't naturally there so I know we've been doing a lot of effort going over Northside and trying to get trying to get more African Americans, more people, uh, uh, you know, BIPOC community to to join us. And we've made some progress. We have, I think, of the sixty kids, maybe 10, 20 percent are are of minority status, but it's yeah, could be more. And we're and, and like I said, with the North Commons, the New Directions program that we have working with there, they are definitely more diverse. So we're hoping to get them involved too, and just keep, keep plugging along. Absolutely. And when you look at the people who are a part of the association and getting into the year, you talked about growth, but what are some of your other objectives that you're really hoping to hone in on this year? Uh, mainly just, just make it fun, make it affordable. We're not, we're not trying to send anybody to the Stanley cup this year. This is just, <laughs> this is just getting kids teaching how nice. I just got an email 10 minutes ago from a um, a man that has his family from Brazil and he wants ice skating lessons for his kid. I don't know if he's interested in hockey, but he, we're trying to figure out a way to, to do that. We're excited. We do have our, our learn to skate program starting uh, next week and we have 80 kids signed up, awesome. which I don't know if you can fit 80 kids on the ice at one time, but we're going to try. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're trying to just add um, 
uh, people like that is, you know, anybody that just has no exposure to hockey before trying to get them exposure and just seeing what it's like and hopefully they stick with it. Yeah. I love that you guys on your website even have the Snoop Dogg explaining icing and, and all of that, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to make it fun because I think sometimes hockey can be an intimidating thing. Cause you feel like everybody, especially here in Minnesota knows everything. Right. And it's a little bit hard. Um, you know, how great is it to see new families and new faces, even if they are a little bit timid? I know you had mentioned you've got your uh, try learn to skate, but then also I think you guys have that Rink Rats program initiative as well, right? To kind of ease that transition. Tell us a little bit about that initiative that you guys have going on. Say that one more time. I didn't catch the Rink Rats. Uh... Oh, Rink Rats. Yes, yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rink Rats. Yeah. That's, you know, again, that's just trying to get reward the kids that spend extra time outside of the, the normal practices. I think it's, 30 hours of ice time outside of their regular practices. They get a patch. Same thing with a uh, thousand shots, just taking yeah. a thousand shots on their free time. And it doesn't take very long to do that if, if they want to do it. But again, they, they get a patch and, and it, it's just a reward program for them. I know personally, I, I never actually, I didn't grow up playing hockey. So I know exactly what families are feeling. I didn't play it. My mom, same thing, too expensive, too dangerous, et cetera. So the way I got into hockey was my kids were I think three and four years old and my, my sister, I was working and my sister kidnapped them and brought them to the try hockey for free, you know? <laughs> and so I had to go pick them up and the coaches of course talked me into signing up for hockey from there. And we've kind of worked my way up through the association since then. So it is intimidating, but you don't have to start off as president of the association your first year. You can, you can start with just showing up and learning the game and learning the rules and watching your kids lay on the ice and cry while they're three and four and <laughs> hopefully eventually they'll start skating and have fun. Are they still playing hockey now? My, one of them is, yep. He's a, okay. he's a second year peewee and uh, we'll, we'll see. He's, we're, I'm not a very big guy and my kids are even smaller. So <laughs> Bantams, you start checking and we'll, we'll see, we'll see if they stick with it, but he, he wants to, so we'll, we'll try it out. Yeah. Have you gotten out on the ice then? I mean, no, obviously man, I'm can... terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I am I'm terrible, but I, 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 I try. I'll skate with them a few times, but it didn't take, you know, don't take long for the mites to start screwing, or, uh, skiing circles around me. <laughs> well, at least they can skate circles around you. Some of us around here can't even skate, but we that's try. Most, that's Kirsten. Try. That's Kirsten. I, I mean, I shouldn't that. talk like I'm Gretzky out there. I can barely skate uh, my, <laughs> <laughs> myself, you know, and I know you guys, um, obviously Minneapolis hosting the winter classic. Were you particularly able to take apart any of those festivities at all last year at target field? Uh, cause I know the NHL and uh, Minnesota wild collaborated to give Minneapolis that uh, brand new dry land facility that was just unveiled as well as kind of a thank you for the winter classic. But tell me about kind of that connection and, and what that really meant to you to have, again, as you mentioned, there's two different parts of Minneapolis hockey, right. But to just in general have the city highlighted, um, you know, and, and trying to grow hockey there in the big metropolitan. Yeah, that was, that was really neat. I know we would go down there and um, watch the game and, and, skated they had some outdoor ice that the kids could skate and warming houses and the whole big just a big event it was it's pretty incredible and then of course the, the the money they donated to help us with that dry land facility was incredible and i think my kids both have autographs of matt dumbo which is awesome they they had no idea who he was when they got it but, <laughs> but they put i it bet out they and, do now yep 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 so that was that was pretty neat and it's just it's pretty awesome that the these bigger programs are trying to help out us and get us off the, on the map and off the ground and keep growing it. As an aside, I have a picture with Kirby Puckett and he's holding my brother and he's got his arm around me. 
I remember I was like four, no idea who the guy was. Right. And I look back, I'm like, is this Kirby Puckett? I thought, when did I meet him? We're like, yeah, we got a whole bunch of stuff from him and you, you could have cared less. I was like, damn. (laughs) That's how that goes. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, Corey, thank you so much for joining us talking about Minneapolis Titans hockey. If people want to come help out in any way, volunteer or get involved, is there any way that they can contact you or or do so? Yeah, I mean, you can go to website, our website, MinneapolisTitansHockey.com, all, all spelled out. Uh, they can email me at president at MinneapolisTitansHockey.com. We would love any help. We're, we're, like I said, we're a small association. It's, you know, there's a few of us that are doing a lot of hours in there, and we'd love to get some help with anything of that, especially coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, it's mostly parents coaching, and we'd love to get somebody that just wants to give back to the community and maybe coach, especially the little, you know, mini mites and mites would be wonderful. Uh, any community sponsors would be awesome. We, we could use help doing that. We just added a, we did grow this year. We added a U15 girls team. Nice. I should mention that our, our girls team is pro- growing. I know. I know they're really taking a big initiative to get the girls skating more. Yeah. And so we were able to add a U15 team. We're, we're co-oping with St. Paul, Edgecombe and Langford to, to create that. So, of course, with that comes extra expense. So we're, we're really trying to sell a lot of wreaths and, and things like that. So any help with that would be would be very much appreciated. Awesome. Let's let's help grow the game. As always, you know, that's a big uh, advocate for here from Bar Down Beauty. So again, Corey, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, best of luck the rest of the season. We'll keep an eye out for some Titans players and, and teams coming through. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're back. Shout out to Corey for joining us talking about Minneapolis Titans hockey. Again, love to grow the game. Get involved if you can. If you're looking to just volunteer, give back to the game, coach some young kids. If I could skate better, I'd probably get out there. I cannot skate. Plus, I probably don't have the time, unfortunately, either with my You're already coaching soccer. We're done. We uh, we won. I actually don't know because we don't keep score, but we won. We won. We're the best team in the league. Best team probably ever to play uh, through the White Bear Youth Association. So ready for the World Cup. Yes, exactly. Shout out to the Blue Ox and those kiddos. That was a lot of fun. I did. I enjoyed it. I used to want to be fun side story. I used to want to be a teacher when I was little, like before I found out this was a career. Yeah, I couldn't do it now. I don't have the patience barely for my own children, let alone other people's kids. But like literally bless teachers souls. Because yes, it is especially like preschool. I Oof. had that stint for a few months last year. Um, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh those kids it's... give you a run for your money. So exactly. bless every educator's soul because it's not mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, I wanted to do second grade. Like I definitely wanted little kids. So this coaching feeds that a little bit. And then it reminds me also like why I don't do it. Like I'm like, <laughs> No, an hour a day. That's fine. We can commit. So anyway, shout out to Corey and the Minneapolis Hockey Association. We're going to wrap it up here. First, our up for debate. I went with the reverse retros. Now, I didn't go with the Minnesota Wilds because, frankly, I'm going to be honest, I don't love them only because they're not anything different from last year minus a different background and maybe like one added stripe. A little disappointed in the lack of creativity. I mean, of course, the North Stars love that, yada, yada. I just, I didn't include them for that reason, not to mention I didn't want to be extra biased. So... Reverse retro jerseys, I went with the Vancouver Canucks with their little Johnny Canuck. I went with the Anaheim Ducks, who used their current colors while adding, excuse me, the old school duck shield 
which is in Mighty Ducks, Kirsten, if you didn't know, it's from Mighty Ducks in the movie and it's a whole thing. They actually, the Anaheim Ducks are from the Mighty Ducks. Just It always it. comes back. Truthfully, me. that wasn't even planned. I really just liked the Anaheim Ducks jerseys and it just, in my little brain right now, I was like, oh, we could do another zip. Uh, so that's your second jersey. And then the Buffalo Sabres bringing back the Buffalo head. They already released their third retro, which has like more of the classic Buffalo head with the red and the black and, and all that, which looks sharp. Uh, but Kirsten, did you like those three? Was there another one that you particularly liked? I know one uh, follower had said they loved the Florida one, which was like the palm tree and the hockey stick. I got to be honest. I The lightning, I really didn't like the lightnings. And the yeah. Panthers, I did not care for either. Like no. people were saying, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I feel it's distracting. I feel there's yeah. too much going on. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think maybe I'm just not hip enough for that. And that's, yeah, that's I'm not the, either. Yeah. It like, seems very Trevor Zegris to me. It does. It really, I love, I think Anaheim's was the perfect combination of old school and like new. I think my only problem with the Canucks, cause even I, and I'll admit this. I didn't really know the Johnny Canuck era. So like you look at that and I don't automatically think Vancouver, which I'm sure is not the intent of the reverse retros, but that's like the one knock I have against it. at first I'm like, I love the outside the box thinking there. And again, bringing that old history back, but I, I was just kind of like, huh? Or even like San Jose's, which pays homage to the seals. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's, I like the creativity, but I don't know. I don't know. I just think when the reverse retros come out, I'm just definitely not cool enough. Yeah, I don't know. I will say piggybacking off what you said right at the beginning, the Minnesota Wild ones, for me, they were a big miss. To me, the design just seems very lazy. It's very much a copy and paste Photoshop change the color of the background from white to green. Mm -hmm. Like, I will say I like the green better than last year's. I liked last year's, but it was just very much a big letdown scene and being like, it is literally the same exact thing as last year just a different color. And there's so much hockey history here in Minnesota, right? Especially if you still want to go with the North stars kind of esque, alluding, whatever you want to call it vibe to the reverse retro. There were so many other ways you could go about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish we didn't see like the wild logo again, like maybe a Minnesota M you could have done fighting saints colors. There was just so much you could have done. And so for me, it was a huge letdown seeing the reverse retro I'm like this is literally last year's or even yeah even with like you see my guy back here it's my guy um even right like that's that's like their inaugural year jersey or whatever but even like early 2000s take the circle from the red and do it with that or you know like there are other even Minnesota wild jersey plays to play off you bring up the m and homage like minneapolis millers and all of that or even like i love the diagonal font look mm. right like i think mm. that's such a classic look like play with that like i know obviously Old those school hockey are... laces at the top yes. i love 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 yes that. like there's there are so many opportunities put me in branding put me there like, yeah no we'll me. work our way I'll up taco bell is gonna sign with us adidas Ad- probably sign adidas with us. is gonna sign me yeah I'll do yeah. branding. They they Got need it. to get some celebrities in since they had to let go some really bad ones. So oh my Jesse. Just saying. It's about damn time. No, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. No, I'm not. Uh <laughs> bringing it back though to yeah. up for debate. Those three jerseys, I I really like all three of them. Vancouver, right? Anaheim, and Buffalo. Buffalo's probably my least favorite of the three. Mm-hmm. I still like it, but it's to me just kind of the most plain. Yeah. I, could, I hear you. I like Vancouver's because I think it's the most different. Yes. Anaheim, I still like the scheme that they have. 
going on with theirs. I still like it, but Vancouver is probably my favorite of those three. I, yeah, I don't, and I do it because it, it's very different. It's different without being too much, right? Like it's kind of like, oh, you guys, you missed it. You went too hard, but, and you know, not to say Minnesota's not the only team that was very boring. I think the hurricanes, it's basically their third Jersey. Like they, a lot, there were quite a few teams that just kind of really missed the mark with a lack of creativity again. And I think it's also capitals. I wasn't impressed with, Oh, see, I like, but I liked the Eagle. I was a huge fan of the Eagle. It doesn't seem that much different from last year's reverse. But That's true. That's very true. Yeah. And again, I guess I don't know why you release them two years in a row anyway. Like it's kind of, I don't know. I don't I know. think it Whatever. was just because it was so popular first time around. But next time, like, yeah. let's just let's change it up. Make it change very it different. Change it up. Let's do it. Uh, you can change up. I don't know. That was going to be a bad segue, guys. Sorry, that was a terrible segue. Usually I am so much better than this, but I am. Focused you are on good at segues and like writing little text like yeah. I, it impresses me. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes. Sometimes you'll know when I'm not, though, because it'll take forever to get out there. But uh, we're going to put a wrap and a bow on this week's episode. Again, of Bardom Beauties, I'm Jesse Pierce. She's Kirsten Kroll. New episodes released every single Monday. We got to give a shout out to Soda Stick. You can get 15% off all purchases with code Beauties at sodastick.com. Shout out to Jim Beam. Cheers to you. They back. They are the Minnesota Wild official whiskey sponsor. We love to hear it. Shout out to Grain Belts. Again, our next live show coming up here in November. Stillwater. We coming for you on a Friday night. God, silly and silly. Silly and oh my goodness. It's going to be. My husband was already like, so you're you're not coming home that night. I'm like, I'll be home probably like eventually. 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 So uh, come join us there. Obviously, shout out to Talk North for featuring us on their kick butt network and Royal Credit Union. Less fee, more free. And to all of you, again, drop your comments below. Let us know what your favorite jerseys are, what your favorite parts of this are, how you're going to get involved in hockey this year. What was my other uh, challenge to them? Ooh, I, I had a good remember. one. Superstitions. Drop your Ooh, superstitions yes. too. Yes, yes, yes. Love to hear that. Uh, let us know you're listening. Like, share, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. You guys are awesome. Seriously, we have the best fans and audience in the world. We love bringing you this content each and every week. Until next week, we'll see you later. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.